Welcome to the Student Sessions, the unedited podcast for students and graduates that tells it like it is and addresses the issues that are important to you today and every day. Brought to you by Greher Media and hosted by Tonya Galati. Hi, and welcome to the Student Sessions with me, Tonya. Today I'm joined by Bethany and Philip from Nottingham Trent University. Bethany has just completed the second year of her international law degree at Nottingham Trent University. She's bilingual and while studying her A-levels, she decided to pursue the legal pathway. Her career aspirations are to qualify as a solicitor and work for an international law firm or within an in-house legal team at a global company. During her time at university, Bethany has volunteered at the Legal Advice Centre, been a student ambassador and an employability champion and is part of the Commercial Awareness Society. Philip has just completed the second year of his geography degree at Nottingham Trent University. During his time at uni, he has participated in various opportunities, including volunteering as a course representative and employability champion and undertaking an Instagram takeover for the official university account. Philip's degree has strengthened his interest in the important challenge of climate change, which his final year dissertation will be linked to, and he will be undertaking a remote placement related to marine conservation. Hi, Bethany. Hi, Philip. Hi. Hello. Welcome to the student session. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having us. This is great. <laughs> yeah, we're really looking forward to talking to you. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so let's start by hearing a little bit about you both and your journey to university. Um, well, I'm from Doncaster and sort of a little bit about me. Um, I've always been into performing arts since I was a kid. And I've also, I also like walking. And recently I undertook um, vlogging as well. So like whilst I've been going on walks, I do a bit of vlogging and uploading it on Instagram. And sort of like my journey to uni, I'd say um, I've always wanted to go to uni ever since I was at secondary school. Um, but I didn't quite know what I wanted to do straight away until I got into sixth form and I realised that I wanted to do geography. So it kind of led on from there. And then, and then I moved into accommodation in like a couple of years ago and started and it's been great ever since. The rest is history, as they say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What about you, Bethany? Um, so um, I'm originally from Southampton, but I used to live in Spain. Um, it's where I grew up and attended school, so I'm fluent in Spanish. Um, and then I moved back just in time for my GCSEs and A-levels here in the UK. Um, in terms of wanting to go to university, I've wanted to go since a young age. I guess I was kind of brought up to, um, to want to go and um, carry on with my studies. Um, I, my parents have both gone to uni so I guess that's kind of been a push for me as well um, I had to move into the accommodation at um, uni so that's uh, also added to the experience which has been great and I too have grown up in, in the, the um, theatre arts community as Philip said so that's also been a hobby on my side and um, yeah and um, so at university I'm currently studying international law so that has also been a big part of my life now and yes yeah, so I'm hoping to become a solicitor in the near future at an international firm so that's my background brilliant you've both got lots to kind of talk about when an employer says tell me about yourself you've got loads there um you are also both about to start your final year 
and today's theme we're talking about university and specifically your reflections on making the most of first and second year so around um, how students can develop personally and professionally so tell us about some of the things that you've gotten involved in as part of your studies um, so I'd say with doing geography one of the key things I've got involved in is the field work part of it like so many opportunities that have been on offer and in my first year I got the chance to go to Spain for a week so I did a range of field work there in southeast Spain looking at various things I'll not bore you with the little details it's quite geographical um, but I think what I really liked about it was beforehand in the course like nobody really spoke to each other as much we sort of stayed in our friendship groups like many people do but after we went on the trip we sort of bonded with the rest of the cohort so it sort of got us mingling with each other and working together more so like, I really liked that and also there's the other practical elements we've done on the campus as well during our studies like going outside using GPS units and so yeah there's been quite a range of opportunities and in second year as well we just before we went into lockdown actually so luckily we got to go we went to to Wales and also did field work there and then we produced a report so yeah it's been pretty great so far. Brilliant so so I think what's important to understand is that your degree isn't you just sitting in a lecture and being spoken to there's lots of practical things for you to kind of get involved in which has helped you develop a network but I guess it also helps bring your learning to life to an extent. Yeah, I will definitely say so. Yeah, you're not just sat in a lecture all the time being, you know, taught a load of content. It's not it's not so much like what it was at school. Like there was a lot there's a lot more practical elements, a lot more things that sort of get you outdoors, obviously depending on what course you go on to do. But yeah. Great. And what kind of things have you done that are not part of your studies, Bethany? Um, so I have done um quite a few actually extracurricular stuff. Um, more in my second year than first year but I guess it's down to both the confidence and getting to know how to get involved with all these extracurricular stuff so I got involved with um, a few societies kind of related to my course so the Law Society and Commercial Awareness Society which I'm actually joining as part of the committee next year so that's more what I'm getting into um, and then also did on the side the um, Arts and Crafts Society it's kind of like my little hobby on the side and then I also became an employability champion which involves working alongside the employability team at the university um, and you like volunteer during events such as the law fair which I helped out at which was um, a great insight as well for me um, and then also on the side volunteered at the Nottingham Legal Advice Centre on a couple of their projects so that was a nice ease into working in a legal environment for me and during my first year I actually took part in the university language program which was one class every week um, to keep up my Spanish language which was also very very good and it's something that I could use um, alongside my degree as well so yeah that's about it. I mean I mean that's about it there's loads of stuff there and it's great to hear that you've done stuff that's related to your kind of future career aspirations but also to the things that you're interested in what about you, Philip? Are you in, uh, involved in lots of drama activity? Um, well, I've not done it so much at university, but I did join the Sing Society for quite a while. Wow. Um, so I did that for a bit at uni, and 
I've also done other things that aren't necessarily related to drama. So like Bethany, I also being an employability champion. And I, um, I helped to plan an event and actually helped to lead it. So that was the first time I actually ever done, I've ever done like a leadership role sort of thing. I've never, in the past, I've never really normally done that. So that was kind of pushing myself out of a comfort zone there, I'd say. But it's quite insightful as well and quite, um, yeah, it's quite an experience. And Bethany, you mentioned when you were speaking about confidence, have you always felt confidence to get involved in things or is it something you've kind of had to, like you had to push through your comfort zone? Um, I've always enjoyed getting involved and helping out, but when I joined university, it took a lot of confidence to at first get involved. So um so I didn't, at the start of my first year, I didn't join as much because I kind of had this mindset that I didn't want to get distracted. I wanted to focus on my degree and get the good grades. But after a while, I started to get that confidence. And I guess you could say it took a bit of baby steps to get to where I have now with my experience and opportunities. So yeah, I think the more you start joining, um, it opens doors for other opportunities as well. And also your friends say, oh, I'm going to this event. And um, it's a good way to like have people to go with as well um, and you end up discovering more that way so I think if you have a group of friends the same mindset that definitely helps to help build the confidence to get more involved and yeah just network as well is definitely a great way definitely I mean between you you've both done so much already uh, and you've got involved in a variety of different development opportunities what advice would you give to our listeners who might be about to start their university experience? Um, I would say that I think one of the key things is to sort of, because obviously going to university, it's your own personal journey. So I would definitely say focus on yourself and don't try and let other, don't try and let your friends, for example, your flatmates or whoever you meet, don't let them dictate what you'd like to do. So if they want to do one thing, but you don't want to do that, you want to go and do something else, like join a different society, for example, I would say go and do that. Don't listen to what they're going to always tell you. Like it's your own personal journey. So it's just focusing on yourself. Obviously, you are going to sometimes, I think, listen to your friends in terms of their advice, but it's ultimately up to you. That's what I'm saying, basically. Okay. And what are some of the skills that you feel you've developed um, throughout the activities that you've done? And how do you think these will be valuable in your chosen careers? So for me, I've definitely gained a lot of confidence from taking part in these activities and the ability to get out of my comfort zone. And I feel like if if you want to try something new or have always wanted to try an activity, then university is the best place to do it because I've taken on leadership roles, which are like similar to Philip, I would never have done before. And also become more independent because at uni, you kind of have to do things on your own. You don't have your parents backing you or telling you to do things. You have to take that step and do it yourself. Um, so definitely take an initiative, which is something employers look for when applying for any type of career really not just law as it means also the employer can rely on you to get stuff done so having these activities it's kind of also a good backing to um, support that you've got these skills so yeah and also time management is another way to organize all these different activities because you might be doing three different activities during one week and you kind of have to balance that out with your degree at the same time so yeah great lots of um development there for you bethany what about you philip um i would certainly say that a bit like bethany i've developed a lot of the skills over time such quite a few such as you know time management i think when i helped to plan that event that 
know, took a lot of time management, leadership skills. Um, I'm just trying to think of like the other opportunities I've done. So um, when I did the student ambassador role as well, when that took a lot of uh, communication skills, it required that because you're having to show people around campus. And then I think it's just all these skills you've learned over time and developed and improved. It's just then trying to apply that into other areas like within your studies, um, within everything else really, then leading up to your to your career. So let's go back to September 2018 when you were both first years and you kind of going to university on your first day. How, when you look back to kind of when you were starting university, how do you feel you've developed? So how do you feel that you're different now to then? I'd say that compared to, with all those skills I've developed, as I mentioned, um, I'd certainly say that about when I was in first year, I wasn't the most confident person. It was, I think that was a lot, a lot of it was down to being quite homesick at the start. And obviously, you know, it was quite, it's, it's quite a new thing. It's a new, a new lifestyle for many students. And I think, so over time since first year till now i'd say with the skills i've developed my confidence has grown quite a lot and like i'm not so not so shy as i used to be and like i'm more willing to do more things and like take on new opportunities so i think i've developed in that sense great um and i think it's really important that we don't just paint a picture of everything being fine and dandy because that's not life um, so talk to us a little bit about the challenges that you faced during your first and second years and how you've overcome these. Um, so yeah, as great as university can be, you are faced with a lot of challenges and new experiences. Um, for me, during my first year, the biggest challenge was actually living in a studio apartment um, by myself because um, I was late to get in the accommodation. So that was the only option that was left, really. And the accommodation itself was great, but it's just that being on your own and the loneliness that it creates. Um, but it also meant that I didn't sign up or take part in as much as I would have um, because you have to kind of, you're on your own, really, and you have to kind of give yourself that push to get out of the accommodation and go sign up to these. So towards the end of the first term I decided I was just gonna sign up to these different classes and activities which meant I had no choice but to get out and go and eventually I just gained that confidence and carried on signing up so I think again it's just taking those small steps to get to where you want to be um, and in the second year a challenge for me was um, and for most students or all students out there was to adjust into moving online with your course um, due to the virus and um, so that definitely was hard um, and I moved back home with my family so obviously there's a lot of distractions and so you had to, so I had to kind of find a way to overcome this which I did by trying to stick to the same um, calendar and timetable as my university as I would have done during in normal university days just kind of keep that up um, but within my house right so the routine really helped you yeah definitely okay and what about you Philip uh, I'll say it was been quite a few challenges like what Bethany said that I faced ever since first year so the first one I'd say is the homesickness that was one I really struggled with when I first started like admittedly the first couple of days I was crying at times because like I kind of just wanted to go home mm. but then um I think what really helped with that is that um I started you know speaking to my flatmates started going to small and friendly events because during freshers week they normally have these small and friendly events to sort of 
help you get into the flow of things and that really helped so then my experience improved a lot more as well and then I think going forward like into like the academia side of it I'd say it's like adapting to this new writing style because we had to I had to get used to writing scientific reports and I'd never written anything like that before compared to when we were at school but again I think overcoming that was accessing the um, lecturers more knowledge really you know they would give us a lot of advice and support you know on how to write this through giving so after we did an assignment we'd get feedback and then we could improve it in that way and then I think another challenge I think sort of going into second year as well sort of overall is the work-life balance I mean sometimes it sounds simple but it's quite difficult to achieve because you've got to try and balance your workload and your mental health um, and your social life and your extracurricular so if it's like visualized like a pie chart and sometimes I would say that my workload took over those other elements and so I then accessed student support services which were great at giving me advice on how to manage this and manage my stress and yeah I'd say that helped a lot as well there's so much help and support available at uni through student support library workshops lecturers you know them sending you emails putting on sessions there's just so much available yeah so you're not really you don't there's no you it basically you don't need to suffer in silence right there's people that you can ask for yeah. support for and there's nothing wrong with that at all because that's what the support is there for but it sounds philip like you've really had to push yourself out of your comfort zone at times um yeah i would say so definitely yeah yeah and how have you done this um a bit like what i've just like mentioned before it's just sort of like you know you're trying to access you know don't be afraid to ask people for help and it's I think it's just having that mindset as well that you can actually do this. You can go out there on your own and face opportunities alone, even if your friends don't want to come with you. Like you can do it. It's just about thinking that you can do it rather than you can't. Bethany, has university been what you expected in terms of the things you've been able to get involved in? Well, not really. I knew university had societies you can get involved in. But when I started, I did not know about all the other opportunities that the university itself offers so like my role as the employability champion and I also found that once I signed up to one role it opened up so many other opportunities to get involved in so for the like the employability champion um one minute I'll be working at a stand during a fair next minute I'll be working with a focus group um for a project they're planning on doing so it's loads of different stuff just from that one role and the university also brings in um, old alumni that used to do your course so it's a great way for you to network with them and just talk to them and they do talks um, on lectures on different topics like applications and how to do your CV so that's very helpful but yeah before I started university I knew I wanted to join societies but didn't really realise I'd get into so much and that there was so much on offer yeah um, but yeah yeah it sounds like you've definitely both made the the most of the opportunities in your first and second year how confident do you feel about the skills that you've been able to develop Bethany during your kind of time at university so far and you know in terms of what you have to offer potential employers um I feel like the skills I've developed comparing myself to when I first started uni and to where I am now I feel very confident Although there's obvious areas where I can improve, but overall getting involved with as much as I have has helped me develop 
key skills that employers look for. And I also, from joining all of these extracurriculars um, activities, has also given me the evidence to back it up when applying for applications. That was one thing I struggled with um, big time uh, during my first year um, when applying for vacation schemes or work experience. Um, I barely had anything to talk about. So like, how can I prove about good time management? Because everyone can arrive on time to class, but signing up to like um, the uh, employability champion position I had to put an event together so that is something I could talk about and to back up that skill. And what about you Philip how do you feel all the things that you've done so far will help you when you leave university and you start looking for a graduate job? Um, I'd say like after all the things I've done like extracurricular wise such as being an employability champion and a student ambassador and therefore developing all these skills like time management like Bethany said and communication and leadership skills I kind of feel like I've got my confidence and I know how I want myself to be perceived so when looking for a graduate job so when I'm hopefully applying for jobs next year it's like I want them to see that this is how I want to be perceived and these are the skills I've got whereas like before a bit like what Bethany said as well about how when I first started, I didn't really have many things to say as to how I've demonstrated time management because people do typically say things like, you know, being prompt to class, you know, being on time, whereas that's, I think everybody can do that. Whereas if you say that you, you've helped to plan an event and manage that, that's quite, you know, that takes a bit more skill, takes a bit more thinking. Yeah. So, yeah. So it sounds like you've got some really robust examples between you both to kind of highlight the skills that you've developed when you are making applications for the future. Mindful, we're coming to the end of our time together. What one bit of advice would you give to your 18-year-old self who really wants to make the most of university but is feeling really nervous? Um, oh, I would tell my 18-year-old self, to not sit back and to not have a mindset that um, with getting involved with activities will hinder your like grades um, during your degree I say just I'll tell myself to push myself to get more involved and to sign up to as much as I can and as much as I can cope with yeah great Philip um I definitely say basically just go for it and just join as many things as possible like take as many opportunities as you can because there's so much on offer like I would I mean I remember when I was like quite hesitant at the beginning I do wish that I hadn't been so hesitant and I do wish that I had like, actually taken on more opportunities at the time so yeah I would definitely say just put, put yourself in there like push yourself in there rather or push yourself into it and then just make the most of it and don't let people hold you back just go for it basically well it definitely sounds like you've both maximized um the opportunities available I mean I feel like I need to go and have a lie down now we've had this conversation because it's just like the amount of stuff that you've been involved in is just phenomenal um, and it's great to hear how they, they've really benefited you in terms of your personal and professional development. So thank you both very much for joining us on the student sessions today. Thank You're you welcome. so much. Thank you. Um, it's been amazing. <laughs> good. Um, and good luck, both of you, as you enter your kind of the final part of your studies. Um, wishing you all the best for that. Nottingham Trent University is one of the UK's largest and most popular universities with over 33,000 students studying across four campuses. NTU is also recognised as one of the UK's truly outstanding universities through their commitment to areas including student satisfaction, graduate employment and quality of teaching. 
Most recently, they've been named University of the Year 2019 in the Guardian University Awards. This prestigious awards comes after they received the coveted Times Higher Education University of the Year 2017 and the Times and Sunday Times Modern University of the Year 2018. In terms of the quality of teaching and learning, NTU has been rated gold in the government's teaching excellent framework, the highest ranking available. Nottingham Trent's employability team is dynamic, forward-thinking and driven to support their students to succeed whilst at university and beyond. The team work collaboratively with students to understand their needs, raise aspirations and provide the toolkit to secure success throughout their time at university and three years after graduation. And to our listeners, I hope you enjoyed today's episode and do join us again on the student session. Thanks for listening to the student sessions brought to you by Greyhair Media and hosted by Tonya Galati. Never miss an episode by subscribing. And if you like what you've heard today, why not leave a review and please tell your friends. We'll see you at the next session.